0: Oh, all right. It's episode thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. This is uh, episode. It'll just be me talking, catching up on some stuff. And there is no guest because we have new equipment. We bought a brand new microphone, and if you go to my Instagram, you can see our brand new gold microphone. And so it has been a pretty good last ten episodes or so. But I mean, it's been. This whole thing's been kind of fun and growing, just to bring all the writers and artists in, and Now people actually are calling us to be on it, which is kind of a weird thing. I mean, we used to have to beg people to come and, and be on this thing. And now we're getting emails, hey, is there any way X and Y can be in and on it? So it's pretty cool to have to say, yeah, now we're just finding times, right? Yeah. I mean, why, why can I not hear you? Four. Four? Yeah. Well, here, oh, here we go. go. Turn yourself up. Oh, yeah. You're the, you're the producer. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're just going to do a half hour Kind of catching up on a lot of things. I had some notes want to talk about. Last night, I went to the governor's mansion, which for me was really crazy because when you grow up in the state of Arkansas, like, there are two people that are really cool. One's the weatherman from, on the news, and one's the governor, and it's like two people you'll never meet in real life, the weatherman and, and the governor, and so I got to go last night to the governor's mansion, and well, first I went to his office. I guess I'm, like, I, I really don't know how things work in the way of where the Capitol is, and what's in it, and what's in the governor's house, and so I thought the governor lived, I, I guess I'm stupid, in the Capitol, <laughs> or right beside it, I thought there was like a, like a part of it, like a wing, and it doesn't, it doesn't even look, it's not even that close, he had to get in the car and drive, like we, I, I went to the state Capitol, and the Arkansas State Capitol, which is really cool, I hadn't been there since like, Second or third grade on a field trip. The only time I'd ever been to the state capitol. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and we sat in his office and talked for a while. And he, I think he wanted to know how serious I was. And I think he realized pretty quickly that I was very serious. And not in a bad way. But he's only been governor for two years. And he still has another term to run. So I think he was wanting to fill me out. Because, you know, they know who's going to run the next time for the most part. Like, they know who's coming and who's not coming and who's a threat and who's not a threat. So I think when he had me in, he was... Really, was trying to fill me out a little bit. And so I haven't announced yet what exactly I'm going to do. Um, I had a discussion with him. I thought it was a really frank and open discussion about what I would like to do and what he is doing in certain areas. And I'm going to leave it at that, but we'll, I'll have an announcement soon. But it was good. I we'll, uh, took Lindsay, my girlfriend, and we drove over to his house, and we had dinner. Now, here's where the, the crazy part came in was Morgan – who now is the executive producer of the morning show for all intents and purposes? She has been running my calendar, my personal life, and she's kind of like moved up through that. Like she started as an intern, and she came on as an intern, and then she, after she finished her internship, she got a job working somewhere else because we didn't have a spot for her. And then finally, when I got a spot, I hired her as a phone screener, and I said, I'm going to hire you back. I promise. And I hired her as a phone screener, but it wasn't enough because that job just is a part-time job. And so as a phone screener, then I was like, okay, I'll also pay you to run my life and manage my calendar because I'm never at home. And so she was doing that, and so she became half manager of Bobby's life and half doing some show stuff. Well, then she became a producer, and then she didn't have time to help out with me. So then I called Mike D., who's producing this, and I was like, hey, dude, come be the phone screener and help – so there's this whole, like, 80 people doing 80 different things. And Morgan's finally the producer. She's going away now. So I think a little bit of her, her attention is gone from me. And, and the personal stuff, because she told me, don't wear a sports coat. Uh, and the dinner's not really for you. And I got there. I was the only one not in a jacket. Everybody had suits on, like, head to toe. And two, it was for the whole dinner. You got there, and the, the menu said, in honor of, and it had the, na- my name on there. And so it was like. I was a little embarrassed because I didn't think it was going to be that formal, but it was super formal. They had the chef come out like after half of it and talk, oh. <laughs> and you give him applause, and it's like, yeah, and then he talks about the meal, and they had everybody sign the back of everybody's menu, so you take it, and you sign it, and you pass it around, and then it comes back to you, so everyone at dinner that night has signed the back of it, and I was sitting – the governor was sitting to my left at the head of the table, and to my right was a former governor's first lady – and he's since passed away, but she was sitting there. And so it was very formal. It was very awesome. Um, I felt a little like an idiot because I went into it just a shirt and a tie, and I guess whatever. It was, it was, it was really great. And then Lindsay went and played downstairs. So they have a, like a big conf, not a conference room, but like a performance area where she went and they had a huge piano, and she brought her guitar. They asked her to bring her guitar, and so she played. and It was really good. It was, it was a really uh, cool thing that I never thought in my life I would get to do and then I decided, you know what, I, I want to go be the governor of Arkansas. And people are always like, what are your politics? And it's not that I have politics, but it's that I can What do you eat? What's the dog eating? The dog is we, – we built this new studio, and so there's stuff on the floor everywhere, so the dog's eating it. It's like a shot back <laughs> because of all the new equipment that we have in here. Now, anyway, so there any, Mike, do you have any questions about this at all? Because I know on the air uh, we talked about it a bit, and you weren't on, in on the bit. Was it ever, like, awkward for you? It was so formal at times that it was never awkward because the governor was so good at keeping things moving yeah. that it never got awkward. Not because of me. I just was, I felt out of place just because it was, I was like with the speaker that, of the Arkansas House and the head of the District of Columbia, the center of government offices. And you know, I think I don't know what these positions are. And they're like, let me introduce you to this person. And I'm like, I don't know what this means, but I guess you're a pretty big deal. But no, I think it was all good. Somebody, one of the girls there, whenever I was probably 19, I think she was 15 or 16, I went and played at a basketball game at her high school as a DJ because I was on the radio then. She had a picture of us together. And I was 19 and she was 15 or 16. It was pretty funny because she brought it with her. And so that that was funny too. But uh, no, I don't think it was awkward. It's not for me. I don't care. (laughs) But it was neat. And so we'll see what happens with that. Let me talk about... I just rolled out of bed. The good thing about having a studio in your house is that I get to roll out of my bed, and I have a sleep number bed, and I rolled over here and popped out and, and sat down, and here we are. And my sleep number, for me, of all the beds that I've had, and i got to be honest, I've only had a sleep number f- for the past four or five years, that it's by far the best bed because, for me, it kind of matches your back and your, con- your curves. and They say contours. I don't ever say contours. Contours feel like boobs. And so I, for me though, like my my back and my shoulders and like I laid on the the bed in the store and they were like, here is maybe why you're not sleeping as well, and here's the, the number we'd give you, and here's how we'd adjust your bed and what your sleep number is. And so I'm a thirty. And then your partner too, it's a perfect bed if you have if you have a partner, a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend and sleeps in the same bed. And so let me say this my sleep number setting is a thirty, my IQ sleep IQ, which is optional and it too is awesome was in the 90s. Uh, sleep number store right now, say 50% on a limited edition bed. Uh, Queen C2 mattress now, $599.99. Find a sleep number in the 500 sleep number stores nationwide. Find one nearest you by calling 800-NEXT-BED and tell them that sent you. Sleep numbers are awesome. I have two, actually, one in my room and one in the guest room. Uh, music I think is cool right now. Let's do this. This is Devin Dawson. The song's called All On Me. And the song's kind of the jam. You
1: got my number, you can call on me. If you're in trouble, put the fall on me. When you're mad, you can take it out on me. When it don't add up, you can count on me. When you're low, come get high on me. Make it slow, take your time on me. Settle in, let it out, come and lay on me. When it gets heavy, put the weight on
0: me. Baby, put That's good. Devin Dawson. would that sound like to you? Me Down there we A little guitar, anything, John Mayer. Everything. To me it kind of feels like the lead singer of Blessed Union of Souls or Gavin de Gras. Yeah. Oh I
1: wanna hear all your fears and your troubles. Step I like it. I like I like it a lot.
0: I like it like I, I bought it, I like it. And so there's music that I'm like, that's cool for the radio, and there's music like I just like and listen to on my own. And that's kind of what these are here. And so that Devin Dawson song's good. I have iHeartRadio All Access. Do you have that yet? They give that to I you. I don't have it yet. They didn't give it to no. you. No, I need it. Oh, it's awesome, dude. And so I have that. And so there's another song that I like is that Miriam Hill song "Down." Yeah. And it's the jam.
1: Oh, you down.
2: I like it when it kicks in too.
1: Down, did it down, did it down, down,
2: down, 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 down,
1: down.
0: This song to me is like Florence and the Machine meets Calvin Johnson. Like if I were trying to find how to describe that song. Johnson or Harris. Yeah, I say Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, not the receiver from the, yeah. the Lions, Calvin <laughs> Harris. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's like Florence and the Machine meets Calvin Harris. I want to play. What's her name? Is that? By the way, I don't even know who that is. Is that a girl or a, I assume it's just a girl. Yeah. It's, so it's not, a, it's not a band, right? No.
2: Okay. He
0: Miriam hill is she british i think
2: so i haven't seen this
0: sounds almost too cool to be it shows a girl and a dude in this picture dude really look at it's marion by the way I
2: thought it was M- Marian. or
0: marion m-a-r-i-n hill i just heard the song you know where i heard it in the bathroom and i shazammed it as i was at a urinal taking a pee-pee <laughs> and i was like that's a jam and so i saved it and so here, yeah see what see who marion hill is like this is the whole thing here So it just kind of sounds like it's a piano ballad, and i like, all right, a little easy listening for you.
2: Didn't even really want to go, but if you get me out, you get a show. There's so many bodies on the floor, so baby, we should go and have some more. Are you down, did it, down, did it, down, did it, down, down, down? Down, did it, down, did it, down, did it, down, down, down? Everywhere I look at people's heads. What it say, Mike? It is a duo. It is? Are you down? That's confusing. Miriam? Yeah. Yeah. Are they foreign? They are... Are they no, they're from Philly.
1: Are you...
0: oh, they're cool. Alright, so there's that. There's also this band called Shovels and Rope. Have you heard of them? I have not. Let me tell you, I was watching like Conan or something late at night. Couldn't sleep. And so I had it on TBS, and there's this group, and it looks like uh, a hillbilly version of the White Stripes. Okay. And I was like, I'm very interested in this. <laughs> the guy was up playing the guitar, and she was on the drums. just two people, and she was also playing the keyboard at the same time. So she was using the kick or foot drum, yeah. and she was hitting the snare with one hand, and she was playing the keys uh, and hitting chords on the, with her other hand. And it was just those two making all of it, and I was like, Wow. And so they're called Shovels and Rope. And this is called I know. I know exactly where you go with
2: this. I know exactly where you
1: go with
2: this. Things are looking good for your buddy. Oh yes. I know
1: exactly where you go with this. You got the smile and the style and the sizzle and the
2: sex. I know
1: exactly where you go with
0: this. Yeah, just two B roll. That's pretty cool. Take it all. If you like that rock and roll country, <laughs> uh Steve Mockler has a cool song
2: called Wheels.
1: But they don't slow down, the speed picks up. You start wishing you we up soon as you grow up. And the farther you roll, the faster they spin. They drive you away and bring you home again. I swear sometimes it's feels Black like
0: life's just a set of wheels. Pretty cool. We'll get him in eventually. But I think Caitlin Smith wrote that with them Because I think I hear her in the background singing on the chorus. There? I think so. I don't know that for sure. Let's it see if you hear in the background. That's
1: too light, huh? Yeah.
0: yeah. The you well, those are uh, some new songs I'm listening to right now that, like, I listen to personally. You know, the radio stuff, there's some good radio stuff, too. It's different, though. Like, uh, some songs on the radio, I'm like, man, this song's good on the radio. But by the time it comes around, like, I've heard a thousand times I don't listen to it anymore. It's just like, geez, can't take any more of that. Um, I haven't been home in a few days. I've, I've been, either been on the road. And I think I'm only home two, two days this week. So, one, we're not having a guest this week. And two, since we have new equipment, we want to test it out and make sure it worked. So, <clears throat> it's also CRS week. And so... Every night this week, the two nights that I am here, and CRS stands for Country Radio Seminar. Have you been to one of these yet? I haven't.
2: Are you going to do stuff? I think so, yeah, later in the week.
0: You should. Well, it starts tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah. I forget what day it is. Tomorrow's Wednesday, I know.
0: (laughs) And so, with Country Radio Seminar, like, program directors from all over America come into Nashville, and it's where they take all the artists, and they have showcases for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, maybe some Saturday, I'm not sure. Basically, it's a big drunken fest. Mm. PDs come in and get just hammered, and then they watch artists, and it's an excuse. Any company boss listening, like, I don't even know if I'd let my people come to this. But, yeah, country radio is still kind of weird where you have to put, like, take your people and suck up to every PD. Mm. So, but it's a big party. But for me, I don't party, and I go to bed at 8 o'clock. Maybe I'm just <laughs> jealous. Maybe all I'm saying is that this because I'm just bitter that I don't go out and party. But, so, it's this week, and so... Um, Even my label has a showcase, and since I don't have a record out, I'm not playing um, this year. But I'm going to go – but they are – we are doing a comedy special together, and I think I'm just going to go and say hello. I don't know. Like, I don't know if Nikita's playing or not. She's not fully signed to that label, but she's on an artist development deal. But I'm going to do that. But CRS is crazy. You should do stuff because they have like a lunch, and it's at the – sometimes it's the Ryman. Mm-hmm. and, like, huge artists just show up and play. I think that's what I heard about some lunch. It's crazy, because <laughs> every huge artist just shows up and plays, like, two songs. Like, last year, Stapleton showed up, and yeah. it's, it's like, all the PD's going, it's all, all, always, like, blown, blown away kind of thing. Like, what's been the coolest thing for you since you have moved here? How long have you
2: been here? I've been here, like, eight months.
0: Hey, not even a year yet? Yeah. So what's been the coolest thing for you
2: since you moved here, Mike? I really think it's been doing this podcast and, like, learning from this. And kind of getting to know everybody on this kind of personal level. And never seeing any kind of side of the music industry like this. Yeah, I think so. Too. That's been a cool thing for me too.
0: Because in the radio world, you're just around record people mm-hmm. and artists. But because I have friends that are artists and I also write, I get to know some writers. And then you meet them and you meet other writers through them. And then you play and because I'm in a band. and yeah. we, So... It's a cool thing that we started, and we get to bring in like the Natalie Hemby's, yeah, which was a, fan- it was a It was such a great interview, and it's not a household name to people outside of the writer community in Nashville, but she really, you know, wrote, you know, a lot of those Miranda songs, and really is one of the reasons Miranda has been so great. And so yeah, that's been a really cool thing. I, like I'm really proud of where this, this what this thing has turned into. We never really expected this thing to go, what are we, 38 in now? Yeah. And now we have sponsors, and, and we encourage you, to, if you hear one of the sponsors and you think it would be cool for you, like take a part and, and type in the code because they'll keep sponsoring and we'll keep it going. The Washington posted a story on this podcast, and they put it on the front of the style page, was... a huge picture of this podcast. Like I'm telling you, if you're listening right now to this, and this is only going to be a 30-minute one, so it's not even that long, Mike and I just grabbed some equipment from the house and set this thing up. The company never said, hey, you should start a podcast. You know, they do encourage and say, hey, do whatever you want from the studio, do extra stuff. But I wanted to do something different because I felt like listeners would like behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And if they didn't, they didn't have to listen. It's not a ratings-based thing. And so everything that we use, these chairs are chairs for my house. Yeah. <laughs> these computers are computers that I own, the board. I mean all this stuff is that we had to buy ourselves. And I'm kind of happy because we just got to start it with our own rules and just kind of grow into what it is now. But don't think next time when my contract doesn't come up, you know, if I do stay in radio and I don't run for office, then I'm not going to be like, all right. I'll tell you something kind of – it's not weird. What, what Dusty? No, 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 What's he crying a, for? i to pet him, I guess. Uh, <laughs> is that I never have people at my house ever. Yeah. And now, like once a week, somebody comes to my house. And so what will happen is the artist will show up, and I'm on the top floor of my house and where the studio is and, you know, they'll come in. That means we have to have, like, a 10-minute talk downstairs. Like, <laughs> then we come up here, and we talk, and we do an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then we have to talk, like, 10, 15 minutes on the way out. And By the time I'm exhausted, I'm just ready to of, for it to be over. Um, but it, it, it's two hours. Yeah. And it's, much, it's, a, it's not that it's a ton of work, but it's, it's very time-consuming. After you've been, like, for me, I've been, uh, you know, up since 3 in the morning and did the show, and did 50 conference calls, and whatever else project I'm meeting about that day. So, anyway, this has been a really cool thing. Appreciate that. Um, I'm on the road, and if you guys come out, and I'm, I'm going to be doing my Funny and Alone tour until, right now, until May, we're looking to add more dates, but we're doing a special in May, and I can't really say much more about that, but we're doing a comedy special in May, and we have the theater in Wichita, the Orpheum, rented out two nights in a row, because you do it two nights in a row, and you dress in the same exact clothes. That way you have two options. Hey, come here. That way you have two options for everything. So you go and you do it, and so it's like almost like a best of two nights thing. That's kind of the trick of specials. And so we're gonna be doing that and more details about that. But I don't just want to do like it's gonna be a stand-up, but I want to do like other stuff too. So I'm like trying to find a choreographer. And so I'm <laughs> You're to, looking into that? <laughs> oh no, no, I've already like I'm sort of pricing them and dancers. <laughs> and so I want this to be like a one man. Stand-up comedy slash variety show at this point. And so I gotta have we have to have the sit-down meeting next week or have it all gritted out mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, this is what I want to do. And then the, and half of it they end up saying no to. And so you have to find... Like, I want a huge inflatable pair of glasses that's <laughs> like 10 feet. I don't, I don't know if they make those. <laughs> but we'll see. But anyway, that's coming up, and that's really cool. And then... Um, I'm going to talk about this real quick. Blue Apron? Yep. I do have Blue Apron, by the way. It's downstairs. And they... What happens is you go to the website, right, blueapron.com slash bobbycast, and let's say you've never checked it out before. Let's go check it out. Uh, check out the week's menu, and you get your first three meals for free with free shipping, blueapron.com slash bobbycast, and for $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes with pre-portioned ingredients. You make these home-cooked meals, and it's meals that you would never even think you would make, and it's great stuff, too, because they have a culinary team there. Blue Apron's culinary team, they have recipes that are crazy, and they don't repeat them even within a year sometimes. You'll never get bored and they're flexible and they have a recipe card that's step by step and it's pre-portioned and you get it make it forty minutes or less and just depending on which one it is and they promise the ingredients are great and not all ingredients are created equal they know that fresh high quality ingredients make a real difference so it is important to know where your food comes from so blue apron and go to blueapron.com slash bobbycast blueapron.com slash bobbycast if you want to get on that and there's, I think there's a box on my counter down there right now. And they come right to the door, too. So part of it is, is convenience. I love convenience. love food. You know what else I saw? I did see today, too, that and I haven't been to either one in a long time. But Burger King is buying Popeyes yeah, for that. $1.8 billion. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love Popeyes. When I think of Popeyes, and I haven't been in years, I ever, my life used to be get up at 7.30 for an 8 a.m. class. Go to In college, go to school until 2.30 or 3. I also ran the college radio station, so I had two hours in the middle of the day that I would slip into my office there and run the college radio station. Drive to my real radio station job an hour away. Work until midnight or 1 a.m., depending on when I would get on commercials. Drive an hour back to eat at Waffle House. But every three or four nights a week, I would stop and grab dinner. That was my dinner. It was at uh, Popeye's Chicken. And I think about getting the chicken strips, that's that that Mardi Gras mustard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, $1.8 billion for that. I do love that. And and Waffle House, it's funny now, you know, Lindsay and I went to Waffle House for Valentine's Day. It was, first of all, it was fun because we enjoyed just going and it not being hoity-toity. Mm-hmm. And it not be. It was just a fun thing to do, and it only cost me twenty eight dollars.
2: Dang! <laughs> like don't don't
0: think that that wasn't a cool part of it. Did I have to go blow because what restaurants do is they see you coming and they know it's Valentine's Day, and it sucks for guys. and They know. oops, oh, Sorry, we got a special plan menu. It's eighty bucks a person, yep. and you're like, oh, I can't not pay it because I got a girl and I got to show off at least. Not not no at Wal WalFest. twenty eight dollars for the whole meal, and so it was amazing in so many ways. It was amazing. Like, we had a good time, and we had someone show up. There were a lot of listeners there, because I was talking about it on the air. And someone brought me a shirt that said, I miss my girlfriend.
2: Did you yeah. see me wearing that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Do you wonder where I came from, or did you know? I saw you when you brought it home, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. So, she, because I said on the air that my girlfriend asked me, hey, she was gone for like four days. She goes, hey, did you miss me? And I was like, no, not really. And I was serious. I wasn't even joking. Because I was, we weren't gone long enough. Two weeks, after that would be like, yeah, I did miss you a little bit. Two weeks, the heart grows fonder. The heart didn't even have a chance to grow fond. Like, the heart was still pretty much in the same spot in that four days. It was only four days. And I was busy, too. And so, apparently, that wasn't the right thing to say. You should never. So, she brought me a shirt. To look. It was really funny. It said, I miss my girlfriend. <laughs> I was wearing it today. It was the first time I, I had, had it on. But, yeah, she brought it to me at Wobble House. So, I thought that was fun. I have a couple songs up here. I saw you tweet about Lana Del Rey. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not a big Lana Del Rey fan. Yeah. But I do like this song. I also am not a big Lana Del Rey fan. But and I haven't heard this song, but there's a song I like. What is the one you have here? Love. Okay, here we go.
1: You get ready, you get all dressed up to go nowhere in particular. Back to
0: work or the coffee shop. Okay,
2: this sucks, dude. You don't like it? (laughs) It doesn't
0: get. It sounds like everything It doesn't suck. Does suck
2: It sounds like everything else Lana Del Rey I thought it was That's why I didn't like her in the past Because it's very slow Very loungy But for some reason that song You liked it I liked it, it. it
0: could, Dude it could grow on me
2: It did grow Yeah first I, listen I didn't like it And I was like wait a minute Let me hear that again And then it just kind of
0: Like all her songs Sound exactly the same to me Like You know what I, That being said I do like Summertime Sadness Yeah The, the one song yeah. But
2: the picked up version or the slower version? I don't mind the slow version. Really?
0: Her dad, you may Google this, is a former NFL team owner. One of the, maybe the Jets or Giants. Like, she's super rich. She has a oh, super wow. rich family. Yeah, Google Anna Del Rey. Kiss me hard before you go.
2: Some of times
1: I just wanted you to know.
2: Baby you're the best I got my red dress on tonight it Sounds the same as love but I like the hope From my hair up real big beauty queen style
1: My heels off I'm feeling alive
2: Any luck? Is her uncle owner an NFL team or something? I don't know. Hmm. So well, he's a domain developer.
0: Yeah? I uh, began web domains in ninety 90s self-made entrepreneur. La- type in Lana Del Rey New York Jets. Because something. She's got some tie to that. Do you ever feel like artists that come from a ton of money? Like you're like mm, you had a Net to fall back on, so it was easier for you to go try it, and you respect him a little less. What like, is, let's just
2: be real. Do you feel that way? I do. One of the headlines says she didn't receive any money. From yeah, okay, her <laughs> I never believed that for <laughs> many people. But even if she did, and she had that, like, well, <laughs> right. Even if she got zero dollars, she
0: still had to, to fall into it had she needed it. Any luck there? Let's see. Anyway, her dad was always, and it's not a f- p- fair thing to say, because whatever. However, it does feel like people that uh are come from rich families, like they get to go out and do things riskier and not have to worry about it. And so they get to have good equipment and no stress of having to make it or not eat and that kind of thing. It's alright. You know what it really somebody's gonna t- tweet anyway. <laughs> There's some tie with Atlanta Del Rey and the NFL team. And I don't even know why it may, or maybe there isn't, maybe I'm just nuts. There's a Big Sean song. Man, No Favors with Eminem verse in it. Yeah. And I put this online. You see the big fight on Instagram when I put this up? No. Holy crap. Like two weeks ago, I was like, when you put Eminem on your song, it's not your song anymore. I don't care if it's your song or not, it's not your song anymore because Eminem comes in and destroys whatever you do. And Lil Wayne learned that like two years ago. And Eminem came in and it was out. And Lil Wayne didn't exist anymore on that track. And I I think Lil Wayne... Jay Z and Eminem on the same track, and Eminem, it was like the Eminem show. And so, Big Sean comes out, and there's a, a and listen, Eminem's known to go after big, I'm gonna go over 30 a bit, because I've been doing this a while. Eminem's known to go after people in songs, sometimes he just does it because it gets his name out there, and he's going after Trump in this one. And all I said was, first of all, if Eminem saying something and you're offended, you just wanna be offended at what he's saying right now, because he's been doing this for 20 years, (laughs) like going after the biggest people in politics and pop culture and everything. Like, you just can't get offended by what Eminem says. You either enjoy him or you don't. Like, and all I said was, he's changing his style now that I think he's the greatest rapper of all time. And it's weird to think that Eminem, like a white guy, is the greatest rapper of all time, just speaking frankly. And I asked Charlamagne, the guy who works for the Breakfast Club, I had to put him on the ears as a hip-hop guy because here I am. What do I know? And he was like, you can put him in the conversation for sure. He said, it's taste, but Eminem could be the greatest rapper of all time. And so, this is Big Sean with Eminem, no favors. And what I need from him, no favors. Click too big, break, gotta break it. Cause these others low key with the snake and
1: fake it. Everything lined up, and take it? And what I need from him, no favors. No favors. If she was flavor, I won't save her. No taste butts, hope later. Fuck you, looking at, hater. I saw them eyes like a ass raper. Try to copy my swag like a cheating classmate I'll be the last face you see for you pass when you get your fucking ass graded like a math paper So ahead of my time Late means I'm early My age is reversing I'm basically 30 Amazingly sturdy Zany and wordy Brainy and nerdy Blatantly dirty Insanely perverted Rapey and scurvy They blame me for murdering Jamie Lee Curtis Said I put a face in the furnace Beater with a space heater A piece of furniture of Thermos it may be disturbing, what I'm saying is cringeworthy, but I'm urinating on Fergie. Closh 80, number 81, Shirley, I'm turning into the Aaron Hernandez. A rap state of emergency, the planet's having panic attacks. Prady's returning, matter of fact, I may be deserving of a pat on the back. Like like, come party, on, man. Just... Like, nobody does this. Inexplicable stomach growl, from the pit of it, like a fucking terrier hitting
0: me. <sighs> dispen- I'm not even talking about, take the vulgarity out, take out the references to Aaron Hernandez who killed people. Like, there are lots of reasons to be offended. But nobody does what Eminem does, and he's getting better as he gets older. It's crazy.
1: Clamp poster with a lamp poster. handle, shutter, a dampo, cutter, a sandal, a candle butter, a candle, rubber, piano, a flannel, sucker, some hand suck, butter, a banjo, and manhole cover. Hand over the mouth and no smother trample. Ran over the tramp with the land rope for the band, the lambo, Hummer, and roll, runna go ham, don't a go. The
0: thing about him, he bends words in ways that nobody else does, and really didn't do. Now everybody's bending everything, and it's a thing. And it was a thing a little, but he's completely shifted. It. And two, he rhymes in weird places where people don't rhyme. He'll rhyme in the middle, and rhyme in the middle for a while, then start rhyming at the end. And you're just like, whoa! He just completely flipped the whole verse. What Eminem does is, it's just the next level. And he consistently brings his game. Like he's on a big Sean track, and Big Sean's as legitimate as anyone. Like when Big, John, big Sean puts out in the music, I was like, oh, Big Sean's putting new tracks. New, you can't put Eminem him him on it. Click to be bread, gotta break it. But it does show that he has a lot of confidence. Like, I do respect Big Sean for putting and him on a song. Up. It would be like but me going, I got this new song, I'm going to put Chris Stapleton on it. He's going <laughs> to sing in it with me. Like, it's Chris the Chris Stapleton song for now on? Like, I can't really... Like, but still, like, that's crazy. And what I need
1: from him, no favors.
0: Click to big bread, break, gotta break it. See, I've gotten, tweet me, by the way? I did. Yeah, they said uh, Bobby Jones. Wrong name. Shout out, Bobby Jones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Alright, so... We're gonna evaluate this audio, make sure it's all good. We got a new gold mic. Um, it, uh, this is just rolling along. Appreciate everybody who listens to this. Appreciate everybody who listens to the morning show. Uh, just, just thank you for everything. I'm actually gonna head out and go do some yoga now, which I mean, I'm starting to get okay at. I don't like. Uh, Lindsey's going with me tonight. I don't like going with her that much.
2: She's good. At it. This is my safe zone
0: <laughs> because I always tell her how good she is, and I'm like the opposite. I'm getting better, but I'm not good. Like, I don't know those words even. It's yeah. like, let's get in Kambanapasana. And I'm like, all right, and i watch it. And then the next one's like, let's get in and I'm like, what the – what are you – like, how do you even hear the difference in the words, much less do the different poses? Because they're all ancient Indian. Why can't we just create American words for them? We're in America. We don't have to call them crazy words. It's not like we're having to learn this crazy language. And so – it, they all the time come and they adjust my body in front of her and she smiles whenever they do. Because I come like over and be like, okay. And I'll grab my arm like I'm a little boo-boo. It's like, okay, boo-boo. Take her move back just a little. There there she is. And I'm like, God, oh, I feel so stupid. And then she's over there nailing the pose and she snickers. Whatever. I get over it. I do have to go work out. Uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, like I said. Um, thanks for listening to BobbyCast. I don't know what we're going to do. People are already talking about the 50th episode. We've got to make that big. But I know... Dusty says hello (laughs) Speak Let me hear you If you're going to talk Talk Watch this Sit down Sit down Speak There you go Dog (laughs) works Hey (whistles) Speak Whatever (laughs) dude He didn't even care anymore Back in the day speak like crazy we'd have full conversations I'd be like what up he would be like rrr, rrr, rrr. I'd be like you good he would be like
2: "Oh,
0: <laughs> alright we're out thank you and uh, I'll see you on the road funny and alone I'll see you out this summer and late year Raging Idiots coming back right now we're going through wardrobes uh, we're going to have matching we're doing a whole thing now we're trying to be like like a uh, the uh, backstreet boys yeah. and yeah. like wear the matching clothes and listen because if you can't be that good you might as well look funny you know, you know what I mean <laughs> So there's that, and uh, thank you, and we'll see you guys soon. Alright, uh, check, 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 check. We see you next time. Do the same no more. I do have to say, we when Bailey Bryan came in, man she loves Chance forever, and she started rapping along with No Problem from Chance, mm-hmm. I was like, that's funny. Like, mm-hmm. So if you get a chance to listen to Bailey Bryan, when listen to that. Mm-hmm. You guys have a nice one. Bobby Cavan, 38 Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. See you guys. Bye.